Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things Vice. It's Thursday, January 18th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today, we're turning to the stars to hear what 2018 has in store for us, astrologically. But first, the headlines. President Trump's former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, refused to answer questions to the House Intelligence Committee for 11 hours, even after he was subpoenaed to testify. Now, special counsel Robert Mueller has slapped Bannon with his own subpoena. Democrat Patty Schachner beat Republican Adam Jarko in a race for a Wisconsin state Senate seat that the GOP has held since 2000. The Democrats have now turned a red seat blue 34 times so far in the ongoing midterm election cycle. And nine of the 12 U.S. National Park advisors resigned in protest over Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke's refusal to heed their advice on climate change and environmental protections. And now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. We had the chance to sit down with Vice in-house astrologer Annabelle Gatt for a forward-looking conversation on what the planets can tell us about 2018. Here she is speaking with Vice's Ankita Rao about this year's astrological chart. Let's start with some basics. What exactly is your approach to astrology and how do you read the stars? I get asked that question a lot, and I think one of the biggest misunderstandings or things that people don't really understand about horoscope writing is that I'm not pulling this information out of nowhere. I actually have an ephemeris or a calendar in front of me that tells me uh, when the moon is going to be aspecting other planets or when planets are going to be entering a new sign, and it's with that information I base the horoscopes. For example, if I know that the sun is going to be entering Aquarius, then I know for everyone there might be a shift in what they're focusing on, and maybe they're going to be more focused on humanitarian efforts and connecting with people. So when I write these horoscopes, it is based on the mythologies surrounding the signs and planets that are moving in the sky. I have limited understanding of astrology and astrologers, but there's a whole spectrum that we hear about and read about. What drew you to this field? So I became really interested in seeing like if there was a pattern to the universe, and I'm not really sure if there is one, but I do know that I'm having a lot of fun looking for it. I think people in general are always eager to put meaning on things that might be meaningless, and that's what an astrology is, just a fun, organized way to do that. I always tell people you don't need to believe in astrology. Just have fun with it. It's just a tool. It's just a, it's a way to tell stories. It's a way to talk to each other. It's not, it's not something that needs to be used or considered as a science. I think that's you know a really interesting way to approach 
this year because I think after 2017, which was very tumultuous, people are almost heading into 2018 very nervous of what it's going to hold for us. Have you looked at this year through the lens of astrology and what's going to happen? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, We have a lot of things happening this year. We have eclipses. We have Uranus changing signs. We have a Mars retrograde and a Venus retrograde. We, of course, have the Mercury retrogrades, which I'm sure many people are familiar with. And Jupiter is also changing signs. These are all opportunities to uh, stop and consider how, how things are happening in the world. So tell me about these eclipses and what does it mean for our year? So we have five eclipses this year. We have one on January 31st, February 15th, July 13th, July 27th, and August 11th. And obviously, please check your Broadly Horoscope for more details about all these eclipses. But very generally, eclipses are times when the universe asks us if we're on our correct path. And if we're not on our correct path, things get shaken up so we are. So during these eclipses, we might feel like sudden shakeups are happening, big reveals are happening, things we weren't previously aware of suddenly kind of come into our awareness. A lot of astrology is based on our individual signs and looking at, you know, how our lives are affected. But does this also speak to sort of what we're going to go through as a society? Totally. I think one misconception about astrology is that it's just sun sign horoscopes and there's so much more to it. There's actually an entire branch of astrology called mundane astrology that deals with things that are happening in politics and that we have to deal with socially and environmentally. In general, like kind of the folklore anyway behind eclipses is that these are times when people in power um, really get tested. So that might be something to reflect on. Let's be real for a second, because I think what we all really want to know is what is in Donald Trump's chart for this year? So I don't have his chart in front of me right now, but very generally speaking, you know, he is a Gemini. So Mercury is the planet that rules Gemini. So every year for every Gemini, Mercury retrogrades are going to be an important time to look at because that's when important shifts are going to be going down for them. But we also have these eclipses coming this year, and the eclipses, you know, are in Leo and Aquarius. Like, these are signs that have a lot to do with rulership and power. And in general, eclipses kind of shake things up and move things around. So since he's in power, we would want to look at these eclipses to see how that's going to affect who he places in power, what his power is like, all that kind of thing. So what's the deal with retrogrades? Because we always know about, you know, Mercury's in retrograde, everything's a clusterfuck. But what exactly does that mean? So when a planet's retrograde, it basically moves backward through the degrees of the zodiac. It doesn't actually do this in space. It's just something it does basically on the calendar. You know, when we think of a planet moving forward, it's doing its normal thing, right? When we're when we're moving forward, we're doing our normal thing. But if you were to see someone stop and then move backward, you might be like, huh, they forgot something. So that's kind of like what a planet's doing. They're retracing their steps to kind of rethink, redo, reassess. It's going to be a really introspective year and has a lot of opportunities, at least astrologically, for reassessing and figuring stuff out. Is that different than other years? Is there something specific to 2018 that makes it kind of open to change? I've been thinking about that a lot lately. You know, as an astrologer, at every new year, people ask, like, what's this year going to be like? And it's like, well, every year is its own really (laughs) special year. (laughs) But every year we have eclipses. Every year we have Mercury retrogrades. One thing, I mean, that does really stand out about this year is that Uranus, which is a slow-moving planet, is going to be entering Taurus on May 15th, and it's going to be there for eight years. So that's certainly something which is rare. It's not something that happens every year. 
Uranus is the planet of invention and innovation. It can also be a bit about like rebellion and like independence and wanting to break free. And when it enters Taurus, which is this very kind of slow moving, sensual Earth sign, that's going to be a really interesting blending of energies. You know, whenever I think of Uranus, I think about like inventions. And so it being in Taurus, I think, you know, Taurus is very tactile. So we're thinking new inventions having to do with like food and the way we nourish ourselves. Also, I think 3D printing is going to be something that's going to have a really big shift. Taurus wants to touch things and Uranus wants to invent things. So there's got to be something having to do with that. That's awesome. (laughs) A lot of times when we look to astrologers and our astrology charts, we're looking for prescriptions or predictions or just trying to get some control on our insane lives. What's a healthier way to look at astrology? I don't think that's a terrible way to look at it. I think it's fine for us to use astrology for like little like prescriptions. I was sort of, you know, being a little bit philosophical earlier and saying like, I don't know what makes 2018 special, like every year is special in its own way. But I could kind of reduce it to something much more simple. I could say, all right, we're going to have eclipses in Leo and Aquarius. Leo is, you know, the sign of royalty and and eclipses make us question things. So we're going to be questioning who's in charge and who really deserves to be like wearing the crown. You know, Aquarius represents the people. Are the people really getting what they want? So there are definitely ways for us to talk about the year in these like really specific prescribed ways. But the thing is, everyone's life is so different. And there are certain things that matter to some people that don't matter to others at all. So I think the best way to work with astrology is if astrology interests you to just learn more about the signs and think about how they're going to apply to your life and how they're going to apply to the world that you live in and, and the matters that are really and causes that are really important to you. Everyone is so different. So astrology is going to manifest so differently for everybody. I think that everyone I know would agree that 2016 and 2017 were extremely difficult years. And I can find so many ways that astrology shows, yes, they're going to be really difficult years. But I know for a fact that there are people in this country who think that they were really great years because the people that they want to have in charge are in charge and things are going their way for them. So is the astrology bad for them? You know, when we look at astrology, it's not objective. I don't know. I think these are really important things to think about as astrologers. To read Annabelle's daily and monthly horoscopes, go to broadly.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again tomorrow for another Vice Guide to right now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.